0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's going on guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. Uh hope your week 5 went well. I hope you got the win. I want to go over the week six waiver wire ads with you today. Uh, First, guys, I'm checking if available. Michael Gallup, he's been dropped in a couple leagues because of that surgery that he had, but he only missed two weeks um, and he killed it, um, especially in week one uh, and had a pretty good game week two. And he's a guy that we knew that he was only out two to four weeks, should have held on, but he is available in some waiver wires and 14 targets. Killed it again uh, in his in his in his first game back. So he's a solid wide receiver too, producing like a wide receiver one. So I'm scooping him up. Tevin Coleman, uh, solid RB two. Uh, you know, I think in yesterday's game, uh, you know they he he they showed that he is the primary ball carrier. Obviously, Matt Breida had a big game as well. Uh, but I think Tevin Coleman's going to be their goal line guy too. Matt Breida is also owned in most leagues. But Tevin Coleman was dropped because of his injury, so pick him up if he's available. Uh, DJ Shark, solid wide receiver two, producing like a wide receiver one. Um, you know he's he wasn't getting enough credit, and I think after this game, you're like, okay, dude is legit. Um, he's killing it. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta pick him up and play him. Uh, so he's also available. Some people even dropped him <laughs> in a few leagues, even though you know sometimes you just don't believe what you're seeing uh, in the box score and in his game log. Uh, but, yeah, he, he should definitely be picked up. Carlos Hyde, you know, any running back who has multiple 20-rush games shouldn't be on the waiver wire, especially on a good offense. He's probably best served as a flex option. Uh, but, you know, he hasn't been efficient lately. But still, like, the those those running backs with, you know, 15-plus touches don't grow, grow on trees. So, you know, he should be picked up. Ronald Jones, had a tough matchup this past week, and, and while this backfield is back and forth, I think he's a good stash uh, and, a, and a flex play this week against Carolina. Robbie Anderson with Sam Darnold back. Um, a lot of people dropped him after his really really tough schedule and just brutal start, you know, because because of Darnold being out. But you know, he Darnold is clear to play this week against the Cowboys, and while it is a tough matchup for Robbie, and I'm not necessarily uh, playing him, uh, even though you can. Uh, As a flex option, he is a high upside pickup, and he has a good schedule coming up soon. Um, So, you know, he's a potential guy that adds a a lot of upside to your team, uh, you know, in the right matchups. Okay, Uh, outside of those guys who are probably owned but not, you know, not in all leagues, uh, guys I'm adding at running back, Chase Edmonds. David Johnson's back locked up on him on Sunday. He did finish the game he was in some pain after the game, but Cliff Kingsbury said that he should be fine, but it is possible that DJ misses. Uh, so, you know, no word on like how likely it is that he'll miss the game, but, you know, if Chase Edmonds were to be the guy, he's going to be an every-down player, and he's literally a plug-and-play RB1 in PPR if DJ were to miss because they've run a lot of plays. He'd be on the field for like 80, 80% of snaps at least, and he'll get at least 15 to 20 touches and most of that will be in the passing game. And he's arguably a better between-the-tackles guy than David Johnson. So, um, But, yeah, you're grabbing Edmonds based off of speculation at this point. You're not, you're not burning you know, a ton of fabric like that to get him. But he's just an option just in case. Adrian Peterson. Uh, the Dolphins are up this week, so that's why I bring him up. Uh, but also, the Redskins interim head coach, Bill Callahan, apparently thought that the Redskins should have been running the ball more Uh, now Callahan was in charge of the offensive line, which is usually the coach, uh, you know, who operates the run game. So Peterson, he could get some volume, um, this game. And, you know, if he were to get volume in any game this year, it's going to be against Miami, right? Uh, they've given up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. And it's possible that Peterson sees a little bit, a little bit of a resurgence, at least, you know, when it comes to volume, Kenyon Drake, He's hovered around 10 points in PPR over the last three weeks, so I guess he's somewhat flex-worthy against the Redskins this week. The good news for him is that he's clearly passed Caleb Balazs. He outsnapped him 54% to 15%. Mark Walton uh, was in between that, and he's playing ahead of Balaj now. Uh, So with at least five targets in the past three games, I think Drake is a good bet for close to 15 touches against the Redskins, and it's a good matchup, so not too bad. Obviously preferred in PPR. Uh <laughs> I just want to mention John Hilliman only because if you desperately need a body at running back that's all he is cuz the Patriots are going not going to let him do anything. So, that's I'll, I only mention him because of that. Wayne Gallman is likely going to be out. Uh actually no, he's already been ruled out against the Patriots on Thursday. Okay, guys at wide receiver, uh Robert Foster. Um now he is hurt right now. He missed a couple of games due to a groin injury. Um and he, you know, there is a bye Week right now. So, you know, he might not be, you know, um, a huge priority for you or anybody else this week, but opportunity should open up for him. Zay Jones was traded to Oakland, um, and, you know, that opens up that outside role for Foster uh, last year as a rookie he had some serious stat lines. As soon as he started getting any opportunity, he struck. He went over He went over 90 yards in four or five games at the end of last season. During that span, he averaged 26 yards per reception, led the league in air yards and depth of target during that span. So, you know, Josh Allen's arm, Foss's ability to go deep, is it, just a perfect fit. Coming into this season, you know, they signed a couple of free agents, right? John Brown and Cole Beasley. And then you would hope that it would have been Foster on the outside, but he I guess he isn't as good of a compliment I guess as Zay Jones, but you know they kind of saw that Zay Jones wasn't doing much for them, they traded him, and I think I think Foster is a must add if you want to add a lot of upside to your team, um, you know, I, but you have to recognize that he's a bit of a stash because he's hurt, they have a buy, um, and I also think this is. You know, related, John Brown, I think he should benefit from Foster because I think Foster's going to draw some defensive attention on the other side of the field uh, with their safety. Okay, Mohamed Sanu, I think we continue to disrespect Muhammad Sanu every week, every year, until about this time, until he starts doing something, uh, but he just keeps getting it done. Over the past three weeks... 6 of 6 for 75 yards, 9 of 12 for 91 yards, and 5 of 5 for 42 yards and a touchdown. I, you know, just pick him up. Start him in the flex against the Cardinals defense this week, struggling to defend slot-wide receivers. Preston Williams. In the, in the two Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen starts this year, uh, Preston Williams leads the Dolphins in air yards, uh, which is 16th in league during that two-game span. And he leads the Dolphins in target share, which is a tr- which is twenty nine percent. That's really high. Uh, that's tied for second in the league during that two game span. So the opportunity is there. The Dolphins are coming out of a bye. They're going up against the Redskins secondary, which is uh, which sucks, <laughs> right? So if Williams turns the opportunity into a big game, I think he'll be sought after on the waiver wire next week. So you're trying to anticipate that by picking him up before that happens. Uh, Josh Rosen only threw the ball 24 times in week four. I would anticipate that number being much higher with Miami's defense c- continuing to struggle this year. Um, so that that seems like a low number to me. I would assume at least, you know, at least 30. 35 seems about right on average. Okay, D.D. Westbrook, you know, obviously overshadowed by D.J. Chark for good reason, but he's had f- at least five receptions in all but one game this year. Caught 7 of 11 for 82 yards last week five of six for 66 yards the week prior, and in week three he had nine targets. So he's still a flex-worthy option in PPR leagues. Byron Pringle, Nicole Hartman. Uh, you know, so last week Sammy Watkins was active. He, he re-injured that hamstring injury. That left Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, and Nicole Hartman as the best options, you know, this week in week six, and that's assuming Tyreek Hill isn't back. But, you know, Pringle's the one who had the huge week Caught 6 of 9 for 103 yards and a touchdown. Mahomes is just going to get it to the open guy. So it's obviously going to be a toss-up when it comes to who will be the guy for him this week. Mahomes is banged up. He only threw one touchdown over the past two weeks. Now, against Houston this week, all three wide receivers are in play. You know, it's tough to choose one, but they are in play. Hardman is the preferred pickup and play this week. I think Robinson is mostly owned in most leagues. So, and then if you're desperate, you pick up Pringle and start him. Um, but, you know, that's if you're desperate for some upside. Okay, Jameson Crowder. You know, I mentioned that Darnold is back. Uh, we can't ignore that 14-catch game that Crowder had in Darnold's only game this year. Preferred in PPR leagues, but, you know, I'm surprised so many people uh, dropped him. But, you know, I get it. You know, you didn't know when Sam Darnold was going to get back, but he's back now, and I would scoop him up. Auden Tate playing 100% of snaps, getting targets. Uh, you know the Ravens aren't what they were on defense, and I doubt he gets a Marlon Humphrey shadow this week. Um, and you know with John Ross out multiple weeks, uh, Tate is going to be relevant um, until AJ Green is back. Albert Wits- Albert Wilson uh, got hurt just a few snaps into week one, and they say that he will play against the Redskins, and he's going to be in the slot. Um, it's going to be Devontae Parker and Preston Williams on the outside with Wilson in the slot. He's a good talent, um, you know, he can see some volume, and he's a high upside guy, uh, so he's more of a prospective add, but, you know, he could be a, a guy that you're starting, uh, you know, as a wide receiver three every week, that's kind of his upside, um, you know, who has some big playability. So, while Kenny Stills is banged up, I think Kiki T's an option, uh, you know, I think this week against Kansas City, especially with the Chiefs. Texans game, you know, with a projected total of 55 points, you know, even has a chance of going over, you know, when you talk about Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So because of that, Kiki you know, he is a play this week. Okay, tight end adds Gerald Everett, eight targets with a touchdown in week four, um, 136 yards on 11 targets in week five. Jared Goff, He's averaging 58.5 attempts over the last two games, so Everett's volume can go down. Uh, the total targets for the wide receivers are a bit inflated as well, uh, but you know if the Rams' defense continues to struggle, we could see the offense continue to favor the pass game. Um, one major positive for Everett is that he's run the 7th most routes of any tight end this year. Tyler Higbee, the other tight end, is actually 44th in that category, so there's a clear difference between Everett and Higbee if, when you look a little bit deeper. So if you need help at tight end, I wouldn't be picky. Pick him up. Chris Herndon, another great pickup this week. I think, you know, with the report that he showed Darnold, he showed with Darnold last year. You know that could take a step forward. Uh, so last year he had five games over fifty yards. That was his rookie year. Um, that's pretty good for a rookie tight end. And you know it's a, it's a position that isn't easy to make an impact in right away. Um, he also had a stretch of four games with at least. Uh, a touchdown, or 60 yards. You know, that was right before Sam Darnold got hurt last season. And then when Sam Darnold returned, Herndon had a 50-yard game uh, and then a six-catch, 82-yard, and a touchdown you know performance against the Packers. So, like I said, there could be a step forward uh, for him, you know, with Darnold returning. Now, Adam Gase hasn't necessarily, like, named Herndon that guy. Um, Ryan Griffin was playing an every-snap role, you know, and he was considered the stopgap for herndon um and you know he the assumption is that herndon will assume that role uh he does have a good matchup this week hopefully we get some confidence from adam Gase that we can actually start him this week Hunter Henry's coming back soon. It's time to scoop him back up. If you're struggling at the tight end position, even if you're not, his value could prove that you you should have him on your bench. Uh, but Philip Rivers is in desperate need of pass catchers. You know we saw we saw Austin Eckler getting 15 catches last week. Mike Williams went over 10 targets. Uh, so Henry will be like will likely be used as soon as he's active. No offense. This is strictly a matchup play if you're desperate against Tennessee, who's given up four touchdowns to tight ends so far this year. Vernon Davis, same thing. Great matchup against Miami. If he plays, he has a concussion right now. Should be cleared, but we'll see. Uh, but strictly matchup play there. Quarterback streamers Kirk Cousins against the Eagles obviously makes you nervous, but Philly is great against the run. So Cousins might have to get it done through the air. Uh, He did it last week against the Giants. Philly's secondary might even be worse than the Giants' secondary. Uh, So he has the weapons. It's a great matchup. I wouldn't overthink this one. Okay, Gardner Minshew against the Saints. He's had a high floor in every game this season. And his favorite wide receiver, I guess, might be shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore. But we've made the same assumptions over the past two weeks that he'll be shadowed by, you know, the opposing team's best corner, you know, corners who actually do shadow. But... You know, that resulted in no shadows for DJ Shark. Um, The Saints are giving up the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks. The defense has stepped up over the past two weeks, but they were at home. This game is in Jacksonville. And then, you know, if you're really going down the totem pole, Kyle Allen against the Bucs. You know, it's simple as, you know, he has the weapons. um, It's a good matchup and he's a desperate option. That's pretty much that's pretty much it there. Uh, not too many great options at quarterback uh, available on the waiver wire this week, uh, but defensive streamers Dallas against the Jets, Sam Dettles back. The matchup isn't as sweet, but they have a good defense. Jets offensive line has some issues and that can come into play, uh, you know, against Dallas's decent pass rush, Carolina at Tampa Bay. I, I like this matchup a lot. Uh, their pass rush has had huge success this season. Tampa Bay has been giving up sacks. So, it's a recipe for Carolina to create some turnovers this week. Cleveland uh, against Seattle at home. Uh, their pass rush has been successful this year. Uh, Seattle's protection isn't great. Uh, the only reason that Seattle hasn't allowed more sacks is because Russell Wilson is a magician. <laughs> so that's pretty much that. I mean, defenses have got, get, gotten through. Um, but, you know, hopefully this week if you have this play Cleveland, the, you know, those opportunities actually turn into – into production, you know, in terms of sacks and all that. So that's all I had for this week. Um, I wanted to get it done as quickly as possible uh, for you guys. I know that you guys are busy, so why don't I just give it to you straight and quick? Um, so yeah, if you, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you're still with me, I'm at Upper Hand Fantasy on Instagram. Uh, hit me up over there if you have any questions. I posted a waiver wire article post on Instagram. You can put all your questions in there. I'll try to get to them uh, before. Your waivers have to go in. Uh, Yeah, that's all I had. I appreciate you guys. Take it easy. I will see you tomorrow with uh, the running back matchups. Well, maybe. Uh, I I might put up the running back matchups tomorrow in a podcast, or I might combine them again. Um, Actually, no. I am going camping this week. I just looked at my calendar. (laughs) Okay, I guess I got to get ready for that. But I'm going camping on Thursday and Friday, uh, getting away from fantasy for a couple of days. So that means I have to put out a podcast tomorrow for both running backs and wide receivers so you'll have that um that's good I, i give myself a little bit of a deadline i'll get it done i'll see you guys tomorrow take it easy